Hello, ladies and gentlemen, listeners out there. It's always a great joy to come by you every Sunday from 5 to 6 p.m. on Restoration Hour. I trust the goodness of the Almighty God that we are doing very, very well. We thank God for our lives. We thank God for always having time with us on Restoration Hour. When I say Restoration Hour, you say expect a restoration. Restoration Hour expect a restoration we trust that even as we bring diverse teaching on self-development today it will be a great blessing to all of us we trust the god that has brought us to this far to take us that far restoration are uh, expect a restoration i'm your host elder dr moses amaya let's have a quick review of what we did last time the last time we learned on the god of abundance and we said that there is nothing in this world that is above god for is the above all god we shouldn't we should always be motivated to present our concerns to the god above all and we shouldn't limit god by having a narrow or small thinking we need to think far bigger than ourselves but in line with god's purpose for our life the god of abundance that is what we shared with you the last time that we came by you but today we just want to look at something um, a little different and we just want you to give me your attention and I trust that just as we have restoration now you're going to be impacted in an aspect of your life today we're going to look at the science of habit the science of habit we'll look at the first section maybe another time you continue with the second section the science of habit that is why you don't have to stay you have to stay glued because it's very impactful you know when you talk about habits what comes in mind what is habits everyone has habits no matter who you are you have a habit it might be good it might be bad but all of us have habits we have habits in some ways you know uh, as a matter of fact as human beings we are creatures of habits we are I mean, we, we make habits, we all make habits, we have that innate ability to, I mean, create certain habits. Well, the Cambridge English Dictionary defines habits as something that you do often and regularly, something without knowing that you are doing it. So you do it often and regularly, sometimes without knowing that you are doing it. So this is habit. Habit. What's your habit? What's your habit? what are you fond of doing what are you usually fond of doing this is a habit something that you you are glued to something that you are stuck with something that you will do regardless these are habits you see when when you do it over and over again it becomes a habit maybe the first one may be an art but when this art is performed over and over again it becomes habit remember we are looking at the science of habit and I pray that it will be an impact to all of us. So when I talk about the science of habit, what do I mean by science? Science simply means that knowledge, information, understanding. So you say science is the acquisition of knowledge. So we are looking at certain knowledge about habits, certain knowledge about habits. So since we all form habits, we have to know much more about habits and know the dynamics of various habits. Uh, when you talk about the field of habits, there is one writer, he's called Charles Duhak. He wrote the book, The Power of Habit. He, I mean, that is, well, one of the best 
selling book on habit charles duhag book the power of habit he made a statement and he said that when a habit emerges the brain stops fully participating in decision making this is just the first part of the quote. He said, when a habit emerges, the brain stops fully participating in decision making. Whenever you engage, whenever you are involved in a habit, whenever you get into a habit, your brain refuses to think rightly as expected. Because the habit has taken over. He further says that it stops working so hard or diverts focus to other tasks. So when you are when you are into a habit, your brain stop working so hard or diversing into other tasks no it just focus on the habit that habit and nothing more or nothing less why because it has become a routine it has become part of your life so the brain ceases to look for other alternative the brain kind of fixate on the habits that you have engaged yourself in so he further says that so unless you deliberately fight a habit unless you find new routine the pattern will unfold automatically let me repeat what he said all over then we explain it much in details when a habit emerges the brain stops fully participating in decision making it stops working so hard or diverts focus to other tasks so unless you deliberately fight a habit unless you find new routines the pattern will unfold automatically Maybe you are struggling with something. Maybe you are struggling with an addiction. Maybe you are struggling with a behavior. Maybe you are struggling with something that it happens automatically. You've seen to be working like to be. You don't want to engage in it, but you keep on doing it. It may be cigarette. It may be. It may be smoking. It may be uh, whatever that you have in. But you find it difficult. Maybe it might be addicted to social media. Whatever. You might find it difficult to respond because it has become an automatic way part of your life and you see the brain is not ready to make decision on this because the brain accepts this to be part of your life this is habit this is what we're talking about this is habit so it just happens automatically for us to develop this or to outgrow our habits Charles do have said that we have to make deliberate decisions or we have to deliberately fight a habit so it's on this basis that we are going to study about the science of habit the science of habit so regarding the science of habit now we understand this uh, just little information about habit and how difficult it is to make a decision when you are already in a, in a habit someone may see that why are you struggling to make this decision just decide and move on but it might be difficult for you because your mind don't know that i need to move on with this for your mind this is the way it is supposed to be you are supposed to keep engaging in that habit it's it's, it's, it's automatic so it's kind of finds hard to get out of it there is something about habits that i want us to look at and i call it the motherboard of habits the motherboard of habits you know when you talk about motherboard is the main uh, circuit board inside the computer that connects the different parts of the computer together the motherboard of habits um 
those who are in computers know much about this so that is the motherboard a brief definition of that how do i link the motherboard to habits i i, I believe that the motherboard of habits is the subconscious mind i repeat the motherboard of all habits is the subconscious mind that is where uh, the data of our habits is we're just going to look at some facts about the subconscious mind and you understand what i mean by the motherboard is the main circuit of habits because only only a small part of our behavior are in our conscious mind only a small part well sigma sigmund freud talks about two main types of mind we have the subconscious and we have the conscious mind the conscious mind are usually uh, just a small part of the mind where we take daily decisions from where we take daily um decisions from here yeah. but the subconscious are the data of information we have so when we talk about the subconscious mind is the reservoir of our feeling is the reservoir of our thoughts is the reservoir of our edges our memories they are all inside our subconscious mind it is outside of our conscious awareness it's outside but it's inside your subconscious mind let's take a critical look at the motherboard of habits if you can understand this you can really understand the the dynamics of habits very well so we're saying that all habits our feelings our thoughts edges are in our subconscious mind and let me give you a typical example there are certain songs when you hear now you remember certain things that happened in the past because that song was the subconscious releases an information to tell you oh this is what happened some years ago and when you when you engage when you listen to this song or when you first heard this song so sometimes you think certain things you've forgotten but some is is really in your subconscious mind so it just comes up just like that so is the reservoir your subconscious mind our subconscious mind is a reservoir of our thoughts our edges and our memories and those things they are all in our subconscious mind you see and the subconscious mind is also the i call it the cpu central processing unit of behavior subconscious mind is the cpu of behavior cpu of behavior it stores and processes and retrieves the data of our daily routine we keep doing what we keep doing every day our daily routine because it is stored in our subconscious mind it is processed in our subconscious mind so it just pop up to the conscious and we attend to it that is how it works so those are behaviors i you don't for instance you don't you don't have to think that i have to go and brush my teeth when you wake up you it's not something you consciously think about it it's something you just do it because it is it is just part of you if you are fond of checking your phone right after waking up you you don't really think to check your phone but immediately you wake up you you check on your phone so we are talking about this these are the cpu of our behavior whatever we do it, it is stored in our subconscious mind it's stored in our subconscious mind so 
everything you have acquired is within your subconscious let me take it again everything you have acquired is within your subconscious yes it's within your subconscious we have to take notice of that so we're looking at the third aspect of the subconscious mind then uh, we'll move quickly to the habit loop and then possibly we'll bring today's inspiration to an end so we're saying that the subconscious mind is what guides our automatic movement every day automatic movement things they are things you don't think about them these are already in your subconscious mind the conscious mind describes on what we need to do but the subconscious mind is an automatic response to our actions and behavior so when you when you have i mean consciously you make a decision but subconsciously the decision is already made consciously you make a decision i need to go here i need to talk to this person i need to but subconsciously those decisions are already made so that is the difference between the conscious and the subconscious when it comes to habit formation you understand so I, I want us to have this understanding and it will help us know what charles duhak said on uh, automatic behavior when it comes to habit so certain things you are doing not because you want to do but because your mind is accustomed to certain patterns and it always wants to follow those patterns that is that is one of the reasons we always find it difficult i mean stopping what we are already addicted to there is a habit loop something that we call how habits are formed okay how habits are formed just have a fair understanding about how habits are formed then we will make some um, examples then we will see what to do with habits when and as they are formed there are i mean four main when you read the book the power of habits you realize that there are four main uh, triggers to habits there are four main triggers to habits or there are four main factors that lead to the formation of habits and the first factor is very very important if the first factor of a habit can be uh, can be avoided then apparently you can avoid the second factor yeah so let us look at the factors uh, quickly and we learn from it so we're talking about the first cue the first factor is Q. Well, it's, it's it's a trigger. It's a trigger. Q is a trigger. Is a is a in the is the initiator. Okay, is the initiator. Is a it prepares the way for starting a particular habit. It prepares the way. A Q prepares the way for starting a particular habit. So. It's, it's, it's like the temptation of the habit. Let me put it in that way. It's the temptation of the habit. So it's that thing that draws you to commit that habit that you want to commit, that you commit. The cue. is that is that temptation. is that uh, bait. That kind of thing that attracts you to the habit. That kind of thing that draws you to the habit. That is the cue. Okay? So like is is that bit of information that predicts a likely outcome is that cue if you see it you are likely to do something else you see if you see it you are likely to do something for instance someone who don't want to bet or who have decided not to bet and you see uh something pop up on your screen my 
let's say bets.com pop up on your screen you your mind it, it, it becomes a temptation to you you understand so this is the cue this is the trigger i call it uh, is that trigger that often starts as a small thought that initiator that starts as a small thought so Q usually is just that, that small thought for instance maybe you don't want to uh, buy certain food you want to stop eating junk food you see but you just pass by a shop and you hear and you 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 I mean you smell an aroma of a food of a food and it's a junk food you are tempted to go and buy it right so that is a cue that is a trigger that is the initiator that is that small thought initiate you may see someone eating maybe uh, a junk food and it, it kind of draws you to it okay someone who don't want to possibly smoke you move around and you see people with that c uh, cigar uh, the cigarette it kind of pulls you it draws you it 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 initiates a thought in your mind that is what i mean by a cue i mean that is the cue so that thing that really starts the process of a habit you see we we have a saying that let sleeping dogs lie okay let sleeping dogs lie so that means when sleeping when nothing happened to the sleeping dogs they will lie but when something happened to them they'll wake up so in as much as this information are in your subconscious your subconscious have some data of information in as much as is there when a trigger like a cue occurs when you you see them when your conscious mind sees them it kind of draws you it can easily connect to your subconscious and then stir up that habit so it starts as, as a small thought it starts as a small thought let, let us take note mostly this is the basis of habits if we can ignore the cue we can really deal with the issue of any habit so that's small thought that's small thought that and um after we've had the cue then we move on to something called craving uh craving craving you know when you crave for something they are motivational force behind every habit they are the motivators remember the cue is the what initiator the cue initiates but the craving is the motivator it, it, it's the kind of thing that will motivate you to it will urge you on to take or to engage in this kind of habits these are the motivators it's like the uh, the inspiration to a habit okay they are the inspiration to a habit you don't want to move into social media but you you just you don't want to spend much time but you 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 go to the media and then you start laughing you see things and you start laughing uh, you become excited here and there oh you are getting news you are getting news before you realize you spend hours and hours there there was a there was a motivator there was a craving that mm -hmm, that really pushed you into that is it but let's 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 look at something interesting what you really crave for is not a habit in itself but it's the feel or the change that it brings to you okay what you really crave for it's not the habit it's, it's not really the habit we sometimes you don't really want to engage in the habit but it's that kind of feel 
how will you feel that kind of uh, feeling that you have when you engage in that habit okay that kind of atmosphere that kind of um, um that kind of sensation that you have when you engage in that habit okay so it's, it's that one that really makes spy up our craving okay that kind of feel that kind of feel is very important for instance maybe you don't want to spend time on social media just as i mentioned but you just want to be entertained so it's that feeling of entertainment it's not really the time on social media the habit you want to stop or the habit you are you are into is spending time on social media but the the the, the craving of the habit is the entertainment that you have so it's not really about the habit it's about you being entertained why do i i just want to go there because i want to be entertained i so it's that kind of craving for pleasure it is that is what you are searching for okay uh it's maybe that kind of craving of knowledge that is what you are searching for craving of news that is what you are searching for craving of curiosity to satisfy your curiosity that is what makes us sometimes engage in certain things so is that craving what about this how does it happen oh what let me go and check what's happening at this side what who is doing this okay you know those kind of habits you know those kind of habits so it's that kind of craving okay so in the social media for instance it's just the craving is it for the entertainment also sometimes you do not crave to watch a movie yeah you know some people yes you, you can be really into movies but sometimes it's not really about the movie or it's not really about uh, doing uh, watching funny stuff or humor those things no but you crave for the feeling of relaxation and satisfaction I just want to relax <sighs> I'm tired today. I just want to take some break. I just want to take some realization. I just want to uh, take my mind off what I'm going through. Like uh, this is boring. I just want to do something else. I want to. So, in your relaxation, you crave for something. In your realization, you feel you have to do something. In your realization, you want to do something to occupy your time. So that is when the craving comes okay that is when we engage in the habit so that's why we need to be mindful there is a story in the bible you see uh, and in the bible uh, there was a man a king called david and david what i mean he's a fighter he's a very god-fearing fighter <laughs> he's a god-fearing man and he's a fighter and they were supposed to go for war but david was tired and he wanted to take some realization in the house and as he was relaxing he he was relaxing in his corridor and he saw a lady bathing taking her bath and then he wanted to sleep with the lady so it wasn't that he just um, slept with the, the lady just like that no it isn't that she just decided all of a sudden no she he he was taking some relaxation it was he was taking cray like relaxing and then that is when he got uh, i mean that kind of craving okay how will it be like to sleep with such a lady okay so you see the the story is is that kind of relaxing he was relaxing but 
in the course of relaxing then there was a craving okay so sometimes when we are really less busy some of these things things that we don't really want we can easily get into it when you are less occupied because if david for instance was at the wall there was no way he was going to see someone bathing Bathsheba bathing no there was no way sorry uriah's wife bathing there was no way he was going to see uriah's wife bathing but because he was relaxing that is why we need to give attention when we are relaxing the kind of things we engage ourselves in when you are busy sometimes certain things will not come into mind but when you are relaxing the kind of things that comes into mind we have to pay attention because you usually it's not that kind of habit that you, you you seek to do but you just wanted something to relax and since the mind is addicted to a particular pattern of habits it may just bring it so oh let me relax let me relax before you realize you have watched about five six movies in a go you understand so it's not about the movies per se but it's about the realization that calls you to get into the movie so i i refer to the craving as the growing stage of the trigger remember the cue is the trigger that starts as a small thought and the craving is the growing stage so that is when you start having interest you want to move into uh these thoughts uh these habits that is when your interest starts building up so in david's situation mm, how will it be to sleep with this woman will it be okay mm, she's beautiful she's that so that is when he he starts contemplating on on what to do next okay so it's the growing stage of the habit is the growing stage so that is the craving the craving stage is the growing stage of the habits that is when our habit increases so we have to be mindful of the triggers that we allow our way and we have to mindful of the time we spend on a particular habit thinking about that habit because the more you think about it the and the higher your craving becomes so you give it more attention so it's the growing stage of the trigger and we move to the third one that is response response these four main things i'm talking about you can find these four main things in the book uh the power of habits by charles duhak just as i mentioned earlier and on the hoop of habits so the, the third one is what response is the actual habits you perform okay that is when when you have you have certain craving to a particular point a particular level a particular extent and you are full with the craving and you are mature with the craving you see the bible says that when sin when the thought matures that is when it leads to sin okay when certain things mature within you when a thought matures when it progresses and becomes yes you know those kind of things as in uh it's like it has it it is filled to the brim okay when it's filled to the brim then you engage in their habit you engage in their habits because it is filled to the brain your thought is filled to the brain okay regarding the habit you respond to it there are two main things that influence your willingness to respond to a habit two main things one is your level of motivation how convinced you are so during the second stage which is the craving stage if you are able to deconvince yourself that this one will not help me if you are able to deconvince yourself that this one i have to give it uh, uh i mean less attention i have to ignore 
like David's situation, he could have, I mean, said that, oh, this is someone's wife. U.S. wife is someone's wife. Let me ignore. You understand? If you're able to ignore that one, then at least you skip the third stage. But if the level of motivation is high, then it becomes difficult to escape that kind of habit. And your ability to respond, okay? Your ability to say yes or no. So it's about motivation and your ability to say yes or no. Is it easy or is it difficult? And let's bear in mind, when a habit becomes so automatic in your life, something that you have spent about a year, two, three, sometimes it's so automatic that it becomes easy to do. And when it becomes easy to do it, it becomes, that means indirectly, it is difficult to stop it. <laughs> that's that's the power of habit. When a habit becomes very easy to do, it becomes very difficult to stop. That is the power of habit. That's why we should be mindful of the kind of habit we engage ourselves in. You may engage in a habit ignorantly, but the earlier you stop it, the better because the more it becomes easy to do it the more it becomes difficult to stop it so yeah that is it that is on habit so you respond to it okay without even thinking about it remember the subconscious mind is working all i mean always on this habit so it's kind of preparing the ground so it's it it's it, it pass it on and you just do it regardless okay so that is it so the response stage i refer to it as the rise or fall of the trigger so whether the trigger will rise or the trigger will fall whether the cue will rise or whether the cue will fall the trigger it depends on your response stage so whether you're able to finally say no or to say yes the motivation is high or the motivation is low this is where we have the response stage okay and the last stage is the reward stage the reward stage is the outcome you get from every habit aside from satisfying our craving the benefit or reward varies per an individual so what reward do you get in the habit you engage in sometimes it might not be so much rewarding but because you are ready into that habit because it has become an automatic part of you you just do it regardless so the rewarding state what do you get out of the habits you engage in what do you get out of the habits you engage in it's very important to give attention to some of uh, distance what do you get from the habits you engage in because that is one of the things that will keep you doing it. that satisfaction that pleasure that feeling that joy that happiness or that kind of mm, like uh, the feeling you get from the habit the reward you get from the habits you engage in uh, these things are very important okay so I call it the outcome of the trigger so the reward stage is the outcome of the trigger. It's what happens after the trigger. It's what happens after the trigger. Let me give you some typical example then we will uh, bring 
today's part of the science of habit to an end and possibly another time continue you see for instance when you see someone um like the junk food something i mentioned maybe an ice cream or something if you are addicted to ice cream and you see someone eating an ice cream you crave for the ice cream you buy the ice cream you satisfy your craving to eat an ice cream okay so first you will see you will hear you will feel the senses okay or it may be a touch it may be a touch you may see something you may hear something the more you see a trigger to a habit the easier it is for you to engage in the habit let me take it again the more you will see a trigger to a habit the easier it is for you to engage in that particular habit so for instance if you um you found of i mean you, you found of maybe um relaxing okay you find of spending so much time doing nothing just i mean spending much time on your phone doing virtually nothing if you find of that and so far as you are always with your phone in your bed <laughs> on your bed then the possibility of you uh engaging in that habit of spending much time on your phone doing nothing is, is very high you understand so so far as you get attracted to the the cue or the trigger you are able to you may engage in it more so you find it difficult to work on a project or to do a specific work because you like when i'm giving you another example maybe when you find it difficult to work or to do a certain project and you you feel frustrated and you want to re take a relief of yourself okay you resort to checking your social media handles or calling a friend or watching a movie before you realize you are into it and you are spending my time why do you keep on doing this because it gives you a sense of relief it gives you a sense of relief so these are some of the things it's not really the habit you wanted it was that kind of you want a release from your frustration you wanted a release from your conf uh, your boredomness you wanted a relief that kind of uh relieve yourself so that's why you went to check those entertainment stuff and as you do you get the outcome of it so this is basically the science of habit and today we have looked at what habit was and we define habit as uh, something that you do often and regularly sometimes without knowing that you are doing it so that is what we mentioned then we look at the motherboard of habits and we say the motherboard of habits is our subconscious mind it's where we have the data of our behavior then we looked at the habit loop there are four main habits loop we have the cue which i refer to it as the trigger and that is where we start a small thought and then we move at the craving uh, that is the motivators that is why i refer to as the growing stage of the trigger and we have the response and that is the the actual habits itself and that is why i refer to the rise and fall of the trigger and we have the reward that is the outcome 
or you get from the habit. So that's what I refer to it as the outcome of the trigger or the effects of the trigger. So this is the signs of habit for you and I hope that we will all we have learned something on this. Another time you continue with our uh, discussion on habits. I just want you to, uh, when if you have any question or something that you want to share with me, you can always get in touch with me on my IG handle Moses dot three nine nine M O S E S dot three nine nine on IG Instagram. I'll be there and I'll be glad to respond to you on habits or any question that you see. You can also see other of my works there and also you can visit any podcast platform any podcast platform anchor whatever podcast spotify whatever podcast platform you use it you can check yukos weekly inspiration y-o-u-c-u-s weekly inspiration and you have access to the diverse i mean inspiration there and i hope it will be a blessing to you in any ways what have you learned today regarding habits? I'll be glad to hear from you, listeners. Thank you for having paying time or giving time to today's inspiration. Always remember that God is not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he should change his mind. Whatever he said, he will do it. Whatever he promised, he will fulfill it. It's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. God loves you. And he has a good purpose for you. And so do yourself no harm. Stay blessed. And have a wonderful and blessed week. So we come by you another time.